25 verses. Give me the, the King James Version. I read this and you switch me to the message version. He said, Will thou not revive us again? So God is there. If you want to be revived, you go to him. And then he comes to you. So the psalmist went to God. He saw what was happening. And he saw what he had read of God. He saw what was happening with his life. And he looked at the redemptive life that Jesus gave to him. He saw what was happening in the country. And he saw that this is not how Israel should look like. And he went to God and said, ah, Will you not revive us again? It means that revival can be repeated. Awakenings can be repeated. And as a believer, we need repeated awakenings. We need repeated revival because we leak. What I thought, what we heard last week, most of you have forgotten 70%. Every time, that is why when you plant a tree, you don't leave the seedling there. You have to go and water. And your watering is what we call revival. You don't water once. It must be continuous. If you have to bear fruit of the Spirit, you need continuous revival, continuous revival, continuous revival, and continuous revival is what maintains the Spirit, the soul, and the body of the believer. Any Christian that does not receive continuous revival by the Word, by the Spirit, by prayer, by the power of God. Look, the kingdom of God can only extend by power. The kingdom of God extends by power. And we need the power of God now. We complain about fake prophets, fake pastors, fake miracles. Okay, if you are complaining, then go for the power of God and come and demonstrate the power of God. This is the point the church must wake up and go to God and lock ourselves and seek the face of God and hold the garment of the, of, of the Lord and hold the horns of the altar and plead for the mercy of God because you and I know that somewhere, somehow, the church is lacking and the church is decreasing in the power and the glory of God. No matter how beautiful our churches have become, no matter how air-conditioned it is, no matter how the big cars you drive, you and I know that the quality of Christianity keeps going down. Why? Because people are not experiencing revival. But I see a coming revival. I say I see a coming revival. I see a generation rising. And I see the stirring of the Holy Spirit. And God is going to pick some of us, stir us up, because when God is beginning a revival, He just needs one person. He doesn't need a people. He just needs one person who will lock up Himself, who will have a deep, closest relationship with Him. That is the beginning of revival. Great outpours are the end product of deep, closest relationship by the people of God. Deep, closest relationship. Then it begins to pour out. I pray that by the time flaming altars is over, 
our altars will be aflame for the Lord Jesus Christ. We will begin to love God again and again. There is a love of God that is common to every man. And there is a love of God that is uncommon to every man. Every human being loves God. Only a few. Only a few. Most human beings, born again or non-born again, they believe and they love God. When you mention God, you say, oh, even if they are coming to curse, excuse me to say. It means that they, 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 they see themselves as, I don't blaspheme against God. So if I'm coming to curse you, if I'm vowing, take it serious. But you see, this love I'm talking about is the love that will make you see yourself as a vessel, as a tool, as a servant to the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the love I'm talking about. That is the love. He said, will you not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? When revival comes, many things happen. Because I want us to pray. I will not, I'm, I'm not even going through my notes. It's about eight pages. I will not finish. When revival comes, there is an empowerment. Mere fishermen, mere carpenters, mere tax collectors, accountants who had no knowledge, no encounter with God. On the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, when the Holy Ghost came with the sound of that of a rushing mighty wind and settled on them, these very timid people, these very shy people, these people who were untrained, unlearned, it's not about education. If God will use you, it's not just about secular education. It's about the education of the spirit. The education of the spirit is beyond secular education. Your faith is a reflection of your knowledge of God. So when they had the encounter with God, their spirit opened up for God to possess them. And all of a sudden, ordinary fishermen who could do nothing, when Jesus died, they went to hide. But when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they were ready to look at lions and still affirm their faith in Christ Jesus. I am praying for you. Your heart may be cold. Your heart may be hardened. In the absence of revival, the heart of Christians are hard. We, our heart becomes hard. Do you know what makes the heart hard? The, the, a, a hardened heart is not a wicked heart we know as wicked man. A hardened heart is a heart that has been captured by sin. It is sin that hardens the heart of a man. It is sin that hardens the heart of a man. So every time you disobey God, every time we move away from the mark, every time we disregard the word of God, we are hardening our heart. And Ezekiel promises that God is going to take out the stony heart and give us a heart of flesh. And this can happen every day, every time, as long as we are willing. Because I'm praying that your, one of your ambitions in life is that daily and daily we will grow in the likeness of Christ. And that is when you can be said to be a Christian. You can call yourself a Christian, but you see, you know within you that when you say you are a Christian, you are a Christian. I thought you are giving God a clap of it. And that is the path that many avoid. When you preach this message for a long time, your church will become empty in our days. Because there is no desire. We don't have any desire 
We just, the desires we have is marriage, children, cars, houses, marriage, children, cars, houses, money, travel. Travel. That's all some of us are here for. That the, Lord, my miracle is that let me travel. I want to go to Columbus, Ohio. I want to go to Texas, Las Vegas. The blessing of the Lord does not come on you because you are in Texas. The blessing of the Lord comes upon you because of your DNA. That DNA is that of Christ. So far as you have the DNA of Christ, you are connected to the genealogy of Abraham. And the blessing of Abraham locates you no matter where you are located. It's not about where you are. There are people in Sakumano who have money than people in Texas. People buy houses here, except there's a house around is seven hundred thousand dollars but in u.s you can buy a house for forty thousand dollars and here people have bought them and they are living in it not under duress not under stress so if it is because of money you don't need to leave ghana but you see god is looking for us in the secret place may the lord find you may the lord locate you may you avail yourself by wednesday to sunday evening that, that by the time you are coming out of the oven and the furnace of flaming waters, something within you would have opened up to the move of the Spirit. Let give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. Why not help us make a fresh start? COVID has made all of us, all of us lose some fire. All of us are done. I can't even push for four hours again. When I push two hours, two hours, two hours, then I want to read the Bible. Tired. I don't know about you. Maybe you are going 30 minutes. Now it's nothing. When studying the Bible, you, I used to stay three hours. And I'm still in chapter one. Now, when I'm reading, by one hour I'm at chapter three, I'm like, ah, where is the voice of the Spirit? You might not have gone to fornicate. You have not have gone to join a bad company. But maybe some of you, that is what has eaten you. I'm not, you are in another class. But there's another class of people. They have not actually walked the way of the Gentiles. But they have become cold towards the voice of the Spirit. And God can give us a fresh start. And that is why he said, flaming waters revive us again. I'm even more hungrier from Wednesday maybe than you. I want to see God. I want to experience God. I want to have an encounter with Jesus and I pray that you also have that desire that God I need a fresh start. God can always give you a fresh start. If his hand came upon Elijah at the age of 85 and Elijah could run that means that at any point of your life if you make yourself available, God can give you a great visitation and I'm believing God I'm believing God with all my heart that at the end of flaming waters our lives would have been transformed give the Lord a good clap of his hand. you see the, the reason why you need revival is that you know when you read the Bible in Ezra Ezra was a priest ministering to them when they came back from captivity a few of them that were coming back. He was stood before them. That day a revival was about to break. You can't have revival by shouting. Revival is not breaking of chairs. 
Those days when you ask a man of God, Charlie, how was the service? There was a revival. Why? The chairs were broken. Because people were falling and the thing was breaking. Braka, braka, braka. It's not revival. The only source of revival is when the word of God is awoken, is set on fire in our spirit. Yeah. When the word of God comes alive in us, where the word captivates you, when you read the word, acquaint thyself with the Lord. And all of a sudden, all that has captivated your mind is that word. And you are desiring to obey. The Bible said that when, when the revival began to break forth, when Ezra was reading the scriptures, reading the scriptures, revival broke forth, the people began to cry, the people began to confess their sins, the people began to renounce their ways, the priests were broken and they were ready to obey the Lord. The same movement in Acts, the Bible said, when God was moving, when the Spirit was moving, the priests were willing to be obedient to their faith. The reason we need revival is that in revival, you easily obey God. In revival, the word of God becomes your valuable asset. You are not ready to trade. And David said that, Thy word have I hid in my heart. It becomes your valuable treasure. You are not ready to trade for anything. And this is why we are coming to seek the face of God. In the next five minutes, we're going to pray. We're going to ask God that Lord visit me. In revival, the spirit of holiness becomes so real. It, 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 it becomes so real. The fear of God comes upon people. The fear of God, the fear of God, the reverential fear of God, the reverential fear of God. If it is missing in your life, you cannot adopt to kingdom life. You cannot adopt to church because you wouldn't understand why you should come to church on Sunday, come on weekdays. You wouldn't understand why you should submit to leadership. You wouldn't understand why you should serve in the church. You wouldn't understand why you should sit down for another human being to preach to you. You wouldn't understand a lot of things. You wouldn't understand why you should take your money and put it on a cement. You would not understand. But when the fear of God comes upon us, we begin to value kingdom things. We begin to value the community. And when you value the communion, it begins to work for you more effectively. You see, you take communion like you are taking wine. But you see, when the fear of God is on you and you hold the blood, you hold the body, you know this is the blood of Jesus that was shed for my sins, that was shed for the sins of the world. You hold the body of Christ, you know this is the body that was battered. It was the body that was pierced. It was the body that took over all my sins and died on the cross. You see that you begin to have the benefit of the communion. The fear of God. When revival breaks forth, the fear of God. The Bible said when the revival broke forth in, 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 in art, and you see that Peter stood up. Peter, who was denying Christ, who was saying he never knew Christ three times at the a, a cock, the crow of the cock, three times. Now Peter stood up. Whatever you can do to me, do. He was intoxicated with the Spirit of God. Listen to me, child of God. It is time for us to get closer to God. It is time for us to have a deep relationship with the Spirit. Quaristers, it's not just about your voice. It's not just about the instrument. It's, about, it's good. Sound is good. 
um, voice is good, organization is good, intellectual power is good, and I want all of you, I want to have a choir with PhDs. More than 50% should be PhD holders. It affects your uh, phonetics. It, 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 it gives you an authority over the English language. It makes the music very nice. But being a nice musician doesn't mean that you carry the presence of God. That when you carry the presence, whilst you are worshipping, burdens are being lifted. Yokes are being broken. I'm praying for you. You don't need to be a pastor to carry the presence of God. You don't need to be go and hide in the mountain. I told you on Friday, I got to work on Friday. I got down from my car. Another colleague was just walking to me. and said, she's, she's a lady. I work in the same company with Prince. She's a pharmacist. And he knows the person, Roberta. She just looked at me. He said, Tofu, what is this? I said, why? He said, there is something around you. And I thought she was, she, she likes joking a lot. I said, you are, I was like, pack, pack, pack. I said, no, don't, don't come close. There's something like a globe around you. I'm not from the mountain. I'm not from a chair. I'm not from a bush. I just stayed in my car and was just fellowshipping. And when I came out, that was an outward expression of what exactly has gone on within my spirit. And you see, when you never know the benefit of the presence of God until you encounter it. When you ask Jacob, he will tell you that the day I encountered the And Moses said that if your presence will not go with us, we are not going. We are not going anywhere. And this morning, we're going to go before God. We are going to pray that, Father, though I am in a relationship, you know you can be in a relationship with somebody and be far. There are church members here who have not come to church for nine months. But anywhere they go, when they ask them, oh, we call Caris. We have a relationship, but it is not intimate. God wants an intimate. That's why he put the spirit of God in us. He didn't leave the Holy Ghost up there. He put it in us. So that in us, we can have a deep fellowship. Some of us don't know the Holy Spirit. We think the Holy Spirit is a smoke. You think the Holy Ghost is a ghost? You think the Holy Ghost is some smoke? You think the Holy Ghost is some... My, my, my son, my son, my son, my son, my son. No, no, no. It's a person. It's a person. It's the paragletos. He walks with us. He talks to us. We can discuss things with him. We can get angry with him. And he will talk back. Because he's not ready to leave you. So if you get angry with him, he will try to negotiate. I cannot leave you. I've been sent to be with you. I've been sent to help you. I am on a command. I'm on assignment. So whether you get angry or not, I will be ready for you to cool down. And then we talk. Because I will be with you forever. And he's there. But when last did you hear from him? When last did you talk to him? That is the reason why the church is becoming cold. We don't speak in tongues again. We don't speak in tongues because it doesn't make academic sense. And we make rough. We hear people praying on FM station and you just away and crash it for. We are going to proper one. We have we backslided. Shadai. And when people are praying passionately, so I feel no more. No, there's something missing in our lives. And in flaming altars, may the Lord visit us again. Rise up on your feet, give the Lord a clap of it. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit, somebody. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit.
begin to talk to God. We're going to enter into prayer. Is ushered in by prayer. Lift your voice and pray. If you pray the language of the Holy Ghost, just edify yourself and speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Somebody pray, let it come from the depth of your spirit. Tell God I need you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. We're going to pray for the power of God. The power of God. There are many of us under certain addictions. There are many of us under certain bondages. As we begin to pray, you can kneel down, you can talk to God, you can come to the altar. You are going to pray that the power, it takes power to influence somebody to do something. And it takes power to liberate that person. You are going to pray for the power of God. That Lord, this time I don't need your power today to buy a land. I don't need your power today to prosper. I need your power today to live the redemptive life. I need your power today to live a freedom life. I am not a slave to sin. I am not a slave to ancestral powers. I'm not a slave to pressure. I'm not a slave. You want to pray that God, let your power. The Bible says, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, unto Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Ye shall receive power. Power can be given. So this morning, who needs power? The Lord is about to baptize us with power. Say with me, oh Lord. Say, oh Lord. Let your power come upon us. One more time. Let your power come upon your church. Let your power come upon me. I receive your power to walk in freedom. I receive your power to walk in life. 
any power of addiction that takes me away from fellowship with the Spirit. I receive the Holy Ghost power. The Holy Ghost power. The Holy Ghost power. Lift your voice. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Receive it. Lift your voice and pray. Ask the Holy Ghost. Ask the Holy Ghost to release power. Put your hand on your belly and cry for that power. Cry for that power. The power of the Holy Ghost. In the Lebahayas. In the Lelele. Shadalabalababa. In the Lebayanus. Mandalalele. Shadalabalababa. Release your power and cause it to flow. Release your power and cause your power to flow in my life, oh God. I need your power. I need your power. I need your power. Bye-bye.
Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Your two hands lifted, just. Treasure, treasure, treasure. Amado, sadala, magado, kabao, sadala. 